Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend some time focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Rachel, Employability and Careers Consultant with the University of Exeter. You can catch up on all of our episodes by doing all of those subscribing and following things. We're on Spotify and iTunes. Really delighted to be joined by Stephanie Lieber, who's the acting CEO for the social mobility charity Upreach. We're going to find out today a little bit about her career journey and really importantly, what has influenced some of her decisions with her career. Stephanie, welcome. Thank you for for joining me for the podcast. It'd be really great to hear a little bit about your career path so far, if that's okay. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kate. I'm looking forward to this. So I started my career actually working with a big four professional services firm in the U.S., after receiving a graduate job, after the internship that I did there. This is where I became an international tax partner in the firm after 10 years. And I just want to say, in my opinion, professional services is a really great place to start any career because of the skills that you develop along the way. They really set you up for any career path that you might want to take eventually, even when there are forks in the road, which you'll see there are many of those for me. About 13 years into my career in professional services, I decided to move to the UK for personal reasons. And this was a good opportunity for me to reflect on what next for my career. I decided to make a move to an in-house role to be a subject matter expert in a cross-functional global team for a multinational conglomerate. Lots of words there. And I was focused in the financial service division. Not only did the technical skills I developed at the professional services firm really support my growth at my new role, but also the collaboration, problem solving, and relationship building skills really put me in good stead to continue to progress my career. When I was at the multinational firm, I ended up being a team leader with members on four different continents. So post the financial services crisis, The organization decided to divest of its financial services division. So I spent two years selling all of the businesses that I had helped build and grow. But once again, this created an opportunity for me to really reflect and decide if I wanted to stay in the private sector or do something completely different. Reflecting on what I enjoyed most about my role, I decided to take my transferable skills and look at opportunities in the charity sector. And this is where I found Upreach. Um, As Kate said, we're a social mobility charity supporting undergraduates from underrepresented backgrounds to prepare for their graduate jobs. This was really the perfect marriage between my career experience as well as my desire to support others. While I've been at Upreach, I have taken on different roles, including university partnership manager, director of programs, with growing responsibilities along the way. This has all been supported by the skills that I developed in the first half of my career, and I'm currently the acting CEO of that charity. Fabulous. Thanks, Stephanie. So you certainly packed a lot into your career so far. So thanks for that overview. Really, really interesting. And I think a few things stand out for me there. You know, you're mentioning about a lot about skills, but also taking that time to reflect and take stock on what's important to you. So that's something I'd like to just probe a little bit more, I I think. What would you say that were the main sort of factors that influenced your 
career decisions at those different sort of transition points that, that you've mentioned? Yeah, for sure. I will say just going back to the very beginning of my mm-hmm. career, when I did the internship at the professional services firm, I kind of fell into tax. It was kind of what was available at the time. But what I realized doing that internship, that it had two characteristics that really kind of spoke to my personality. One was the puzzle aspect of tax, you know, putting together facts and fitting them into the law. So I really enjoyed that, you know, solutions and puzzles. But also what was really important to me that I realized was that balance between working as a team, but also having that independence to be creative, um, explore different options. So that was the first kind of reflection piece for me is understanding that, yeah, maybe tax was the right role for me, mm-hmm. given those different aspects of my career or my interests, my personal interests. The other thing, I guess, when I started thinking about the move out of professional services into an in-house role, so being that subject matter expert in a you know, cross-functional team, the thing that really stood out to me about what I wanted to do was that team aspect of it. There had been some challenges in the professional services area, and I won't go into those, those history and details, but there had definitely been some you know, rocky, rocky roads in professional services for three or four years of my career. And one of the things that really stood out to me was the fact that I kept going back to that collaboration and that teamwork. Mm -hmm. And that became very important to me. And so I wanted to be uh, working for an organization where I felt like I was part of something bigger, um, where we all had a very similar goal that we were striving for. And so when you go into the the private sector working for a large company that's listed on the stock market, you have a shared goal, which is shareholder value. And I still have the variety, um, which was also very important to me, of having the variety of of working with different people with different skill sets and really learning how to leverage those different skill sets, but always working for that same shared goal. So I started to realize that shared goals was a very important part of, of my being. Then when I had the next opportunity to think about maybe doing something a little bit different, I did lots of reflection at this point because, you know, I'd built a 25-year career being a subject matter expert in, in tax, but I was really thinking about what is it that I have enjoyed most about my career and what did I want to take forward and expand? And I kept coming back to the fact that I enjoyed developing and working with teams. I also recognized the fact that I was still a problem solver. I still had that puzzle piece, but both that development of team, development of projects, and also that puzzle piece, that problem solving, were completely transferable skills that I could do anywhere. I started to build a little bit of a personal brand when I was at the large multinational of being a dedicated leader who kind of thrives on leveraging the individual talents of other teams and really to empower them to achieve their full potential. So that kind of picks out some of the elements that were important to me, that dedication piece, that working in teams. It's really collaborating with people with different skill sets so that we could all reach that full potential with a common goal. So 
when I started looking at uh, different charities that might meet my personal interests, and, I, and maybe I'll just say a little bit about who I was as a person outside mm-hmm. of work, I'd always been very, very involved in the community throughout my entire career, well, back at university as well. And I really just started to reflect on the fact that if I was spending so much time volunteering and giving back to the community, why not make that part of of my career? It didn't have to be kind of a, a side hustle, a volunteer aspect, but maybe I could actually make a living at working in a charity and giving back. So that was really what drove me to look at the charity sector. When I found Upreach, it was really almost the perfect marriage between giving back, that desire to give back and make a difference, but also leveraging all that career experience that I had built up over 25 years, especially when you're thinking about students that are getting ready to start their career and really being able to, you know, to kind of coach and guide uh, through their decision-making process just along the way. So really, it's that that giving back piece to me that really made that difference in that final career choice and that career shift that I made. Great. Thank you, Stephanie. And I think you just really encapsulate what, as careers practitioners, we try to, I guess, get across to students. It's that self-awareness, that knowing what you're good at, but what you enjoy doing, what's important to you. And then really thinking about where your passions and your interests are and could they possibly be united in a in a career so that's career decision making in practice that you and career management in practice that you've described there so that's brilliant just finally to finish off this is quite a difficult question maybe on reflection what advice would you give to your younger self looking back it's quite a difficult question I know but Yeah, I think if I was to do it all again or give advice to my younger self, it would be to really kind of explore the the careers that weren't maybe so obvious. Professional services, as I said, is an amazing place to start your career because of all the skills that it develops for you. But sometimes it can be considered a fairly obvious career. You know, it's that standard corporate career, professional development, et cetera. Very, very popular. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if I would have maybe just explored a little bit broader than Mm -hmm. professional services, I probably could have, one, found the charity sector a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. or just other opportunities that were going to do that same development of my skills and really thinking about my interests. But any kind of exploration that you're doing of careers, definitely think about not just what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, but how you're doing that. What are the kind of skills that you're going to need to deliver? What are the values of the company? How are they going to develop you as a person? Mm -hmm. And obviously you can contribute to that as well by getting super involved with Mm -hmm. other aspects of the organization. It's not just about the day-to-day job, but, you know, there's loads of networks. There's opportunities to get involved with recruiting, help make decisions, kind of reverse mentoring, whatever it might be. There are loads of things that you can do to kind of expand your own personal development. But kind of back to your question, I think it's really focusing on just really looking for the non-obvious career to see if it really ticks those boxes for you, given your self-interest and things that really make you tick. Brilliant. Thank you. Some really good tips and advice. So thanks for sharing those, Stephanie, and joining us today. That's been really insightful. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it.
This was the Career Zone podcast, brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. Check out iTunes and Spotify to keep up with all of our regular releases. And if you'd like us to cover something else in another episode, just send us a message, hashtag CareerZonePodcast at UOECareers on Twitter or at UOECareerZone or at UOECormalCareerZone on Instagram and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes.